to another magnificent episode of Cineblokes. I'm your host, Benjamin Baker, and, and with I, me, as always... I'm Caelan Burrows. I'm sorry, it was a bit spot on, I no, know. I, I it, saw what you did there. I yeah, said. yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, we have not been to the cinema in quite some time. Nope. Um, but... We have, you know, found some time in our day to come, and we have just watched The Magnificent Seven, um, the, the new one, yes. since there's, you know, a slew of them. Yes. Um, the remake of the film, of the American film, there was a remake of the Japanese film Seven Samurai. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. This, so, you're welcome. Uh, starring a number of people. Yeah, it's... um. It's, um, you know, it's an all-star cast with um, loads of people that you know. Yeah. Lots of recognisable faces. Denzel Washington. Chris Pratt. Vincent DeForno. Yeah. yeah Ethan Hawke. I think it's pronounced D'Onofrio. DeForno. No, it's DeForno. That's not how it's spelled. But I, don't right. I don't care. Don't correct that's... me, Caelan. You're right. I'm sorry. It's Vincent it's DeForno. Your show. Yeah, that's right. Vincent DeForno. <laughs> See? It feels better, doesn't it? <laughs> Feels, Doesn't it? Feels dirty is what it feels like. Uh, well, you know. And according to the opening credits, Matt Bomer was in oh, it as well. Yeah. Um you know, spoiler alert, he's not in it long. <laughs> like most of the things he's done recently. Uh not exactly sure why he keeps taking I feel like he sits down and they're like, Alright, look, Matt, we're gonna put you in a film. He's like, Great, put me in. But yeah, you're gonna die before, you know, your name shows up in the credits. Wait, what? And then somehow he signs on. I, I don't understand. Oh, no, it's just his agent, I imagine, is like, good news. I've got you a role in a big film coming up. It's called Magnificent Seven. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All right, who? So which of the seven am I? Okay, about that. <laughs> but you play a pivotal role in bringing the seven together. So really, yeah. you're like the linchpin of the Magnificence. You're the reason they exist. Exactly. So your part is undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Do I get my name in the credits? Absolutely. Although I should note, you'll be dead before the credits roll. But it's very important. You do not want to turn this down. Um, yeah, that's, so, that's Matt Bomer. Um, uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua. Yes. You know, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, Training Day. Yeah. The Replacement Killers. Right. Oh, I love that film. Other things with... Denzel Washington. I feel I, like I feel like it's like Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, right? It's Antoine yeah. Fuqua and Denzel. I feel like they work together a lot. Yeah, I feel like I do too. Um, but you know what? It's it's very well directed. Um, it is uh, just overall, it's a very well made film uh, for you know what they were doing as far as you know remaking a remake of a remake. You know, um, I thought they did a great job. I thought, you know, they, they brought together a really good cast of characters and they were fun to watch. And, you know, yeah, it, it follows the, the, you know, the story of what you've probably already seen before. So it's not like if you've seen The Magnificent Seven once, you've seen this film. It's not really, you know, broadening the horizons of anything. But it's still a fantastic film and it's, I thought it was done very well. And I thought, you know, you could tell that everyone had a lot of fun making it. Yeah. No, they didn't, uh, Really, uh, just a just a real good cast, you know. Yeah. A lot of camaraderie, but yeah. Just so you know, he directed The Equalizer. I was just yeah, I just saw that. And Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, he's a Transformer. And um, uh, oh, Olympus Has Fallen. He directed yeah, that as well. Yes, he did. The first one, which was the good one. 
That's that's strange. Yeah. Seems a bit out of his... Brooklyn's Finest. Did not see that film. Which, uh... I feel like that's another Ethan Hawke one, right? It's, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, so I guess let's start with the plot, should we? Um, yeah. So... I feel like we can actually sum this one up really quickly. Yeah, I, there's not much. Um... Yeah. So, look, uh, there's a murderous cunt who wants gold, and uh, there's a mine at this town, and they're farmers. Right. And uh, he's taken over the town. Sure. And he owns the law. Yes. And the people having a meeting to stand up to him, and he fucking kills a lot of people. Yeah. Including Matt Bomer. Right. Matt Bomer's one of the people. Who is the husband of, uh, of, I don't know, what's the actress's name? All I know is that it something looked like set or something. It, it looked like Jennifer Lawrence wasn't available. <laughs> it does. It really does. And it, that's who they got. She she looks like the younger redhead sister of Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, and not this. I mean, she did a fantastic job. Yeah, no, she was fine. You know. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like. Well, we can't get her, so can we get somebody that looks like her? Yeah. Do, can we get a double? Can we just you know throw her in there? Give her red hair so no one will notice. Um, but yeah, oh, Haley Bennett. That's Haley Bennett, name. right? I got the it. Um, yeah. So yeah, he kills a lot of people, burns down the church. Um, she's distraught, and she says, "You know what? Enough is enough. I'm gonna go get some bounty hunters to, you know, defend our town." Yeah. She was in the Equalizer. Was she? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's the uh, the girl that dies. Yeah. So you know, who knew? So, Talk about a reunion, This man. really was. This film was just a reunion for yeah. basically everyone who's worked with Denzel Washington. <laughs> In one film or another, yeah. that was directed by Antoine Foucault. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Oh, there right. you go. Well well done, sir. Well, anyway, round up your favourites. Yeah. So, she wants vengeance, and she goes and she happens upon Denzel, who, upon hearing the name of the bad guy, is like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it for free. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, in turn, begins to, you know, recruit people that he knows of. Um, he seems very well connected. Uh, and he puts together kind of this ragtag group of people who, you know, are all great with guns and knives and yeah. other things. And, uh, yeah. So this, those seven ride into town and then the rest of the film is just them killing people, really. That's... That's the film. Well, and teaching and teaching the farmers how to kill people. Oh yeah, right. That's, yeah, right. You know. But really high body count in this film. I I was actually it really was. Uh, I was I was surprised. Which I mean, like I said, it mirrors the original story, and uh, yeah, but I mean, phenomenally done. Um, long story short, every everybody dies pretty much. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I was this film PG thirteen. Was it R? No, I feel like it was. I feel like it was R. I'm gonna look it up because I thought I saw when we purchased the tickets from the queue that it was, it was PG thirteen. You know, it might. It feels like everything is PG thirteen. Yeah, but I was surprised that if they that body count is very high. Yeah. uh, And I'd be very surprised if uh, you know, it uh, was PG thirteen. Because it is a very high body count. There are a lot of dead bodies. Uh, yeah, and that was PG-13. No way. It is, yeah. That is amazing to me. Yeah. Also super long, by the way. Yeah. It's 132 minutes. Oh. No. Yeah. Wow, it's long. No. It, I mean, it, it, 
I don't think it felt like it was that long. No, it doesn't but it at did, all. It does. It, it is a long movie, and it feels that way. But it didn't feel as long as it was. Yeah, right. You know? um, and if you're into westerns, I feel like there was so many things that were done right about this. There's a couple of different standoff moments. Right. You know, like the high noon scenarios. Yeah, right. And they were like the the director did such a good job of building up that anticipation yes you know the tension that was there you're like fucking somebody shoot someone already yeah right and then when everyone starts shooting you're just like oh shit everyone's shooting you know it's, yeah, right. it was tense they they do a lot of that and yeah if you enjoy westerns and and you know you kind of like that that feel then this definitely captures the heart of that all the things you know it's got some great shootouts it's got some great tense moments um you know it's got draws it's got you know all those things that you would expect uh in a western lots of horses you know things things you would find in a western. Um, yeah. But, did you ever see uh, the the remake of Three Tender Yuma? I did. Did you enjoy that? Um. Yeah. You know what? I didn't at first. The first time I watched it, I thought, "Oh, what is this shit?" Um. But then, uh, upon a second viewing, I actually enjoyed it a, yeah, a I bit more. I enjoyed I it. I thought it was done well. But uh, did you see American Outlaws with Colin Farrell as as uh uh. James Woods? No, not James Woods, sorry. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. James Marsden. Yeah, no. No? Oh, James right, Marsbar. <laughs> right. James DeForno. <laughs> no, right. James Dean. We're just going to keep saying Jameses <laughs> until we get it. Jesse James. There we go. That's who it was. <laughs> Dear God. Jamestown. Got it. Right. Yeah, all those classic American outlaws. <laughs> you know. James Dean. <laughs> No, but did, did you see it, American Outlaws? I, I don't think so. Ali Larter was in it. No. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, it came out, I can't remember when it came out, but it was one of those where it was more, I don't want to say contemporary is the word, but the action style was very contemporary. It was like, okay. there's no way Jesse James did the things that he did in this film. Uh, but I thought it was very entertaining. Right. Very action-packed, but it didn't it didn't have the feel like the traditional Western. Sure. And so I feel like Three Tender Humor and this was like it made the Magnificent Seven as far as the tone of the film. Right. You still had the, that kind of very seriousness to it of like Three Tender Humor, but then you had like these great uh, kind of uh, funny characters. Yeah. So let's you and, know and we, the charm. Yeah, we could talk about that. So we can talk about you know the individual characters because I thought this film did a really good job in you know. They don't give us a lot about each character, because obviously the film was already long enough. Um, but I feel like we learn enough about their personalities and, and kind of who they are as they fit into this group. Um, that I know, you know, look, I'm going to just give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. Not all of them make it out of this alive. All right. Yeah. Um, and I say that because every single person that may or may not survive, you do feel something for them. So it's not just, you know, it's not just like oh, it's Denzel and friends. You know, it's, you don't you don't feel. I that, mean, he definitely know? is a is a focus. He's well, uh, he's uh, the right. He's the leader of the band, but <laughs> you know, but they they did give everyone their little moments here and there for sure. Yeah, so, but you know, I never felt like any of them. You know, if they go, you do feel something for them. You know, there's no one where you're like oh yeah, he was expendable anyway. You know, you do. You do kind of feel like, oh no, don't die, you know. But yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. I, I thought all the characters were done very, very well. Uh, I am going to give a a personal shout out 
to Vincent DePorno, uh, who just from the moment he shows up, I'm just I, I'm just immediately like you were you were too good. You were too, he just he he's one of those you know character actors I feel like where no matter what it is he's doing, he basically just disappears and no longer he just becomes whoever it is. He plays what is it Jack Horn, right? Yeah, it's just this mountain man that like used to hunt Indians and then like. They don't sell anymore, so now he's like, oh, I'm a man of God, but you know what, I'll kill people to get my stuff back. Um, but he's just, he's so fantastic in this film. Um, that I just, most of the time I was like, I want to see more of him. He, he did have, uh, there was a couple of times where I laughed out loud because he just, his, his performance was so nuanced. Yes. Yes. Where he's just like that, you know, that was his own little touch right, right. there. That yeah, really absolutely. Because he he's not a focal point. It's not no. like he's got a ton of lines. <laughs> and to be honest, he was difficult to understand a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, he did do a bit of that Jeff Bridges' true grit kind of yeah. mumbling. Really at the beginning. It got better as the movie yeah, went right. on. But when he first came out, I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> he just I mumbled said, something and killed two guys. Some about his stuff. Right? Yeah. He said, what? All right, bye. I think he said they hit him with a rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, honestly, uh, all of the characters I thought are done very well. They all have kind of, you know, a unique fighting style that really gets shown. You know, you get to see all the strengths and what they're good at and what they do. Um, and, you know, how they all kind of come together and they're all, you know, they all should technically be enemies. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not supposed to be friends. Uh, and they do kind of come together in this ragtag team of people who are, you know, just honestly doing a good thing. Um, and that's what Pretty makes much. them magnificent. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, uh, not, uh, all right. uh, you know, and, and I would like to point out that despite some of them having different specialities, yeah. You know, like the Native American who uses the bow and arrow. Right. And uh, even has like a Hawkeye moment where he runs out of arrows. <laughs> yeah, he does. But <laughs> but then he immediately pulls out a pistol yeah. and he's like, i got this. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is that they all use fucking guns. Yeah, all of them. Uh, you yeah, know, there's not a single person that doesn't. It's not, you know, like the, the token Asian in this. He's got, I don't even know how many fucking knives on him. He mixes it up. He uses the knives and guns. Yeah. You know, it's not like, a, no, I don't touch those. Just whatever I need to kill you with, freely. Yeah, right. But um, the good thing, here's what I did like about that. So, yes, they all use guns. But he only uses it once when he runs out of arrows. And then the following time you see him, he's ditched the gun. He's got, you know, the, the tomahawk and a knife. And he well, goes back to the, you know, hand-to-hand. -hand. When you're fighting another Indian. Well, yeah. Who has the tomahawk and a knife? You right. have to, you have to fight with the same. Well, no, not There's necessarily. There's no honour in just shooting him in the face. Well, I tell that to Indiana Jones. He's not an Indian. I don't, well, I don't care. I don't care if you've got a gun and I someone's got a tomahawk. I feel like the Native Americans do. That's he, why he did it that way. He does tell him he he's also, a disgrace. He also embarrassed that guy. Yeah, no, by the he, way. Th he did. And this guy, this guy that he fights is one of those, you know, main henchmen. That's like, you know. Right hand man kind yeah. of guy. And, you know, in the beginning of the film, he, he kills some people pretty brutally. He's the guy where you're like, oh shit, he is yeah. going to be a monster. And, uh, this Indian just, you know, spoiler alert, just makes him look awful. Like yeah. he's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty great it's, fight scene. It's actually. like the, the best way to explain, you remember Last of the Mohicans? Yes. You remember the main bad guy? Right. In that, right. Yeah. So he, uh, the younger one, 
He just kills that guy, like straight up. And yeah. you're like, wow, that was rough. And then the old, the, the last of the Mohicans runs up, ducks under his attack, and just owns him. Yeah, and it was no problem. It was that level of skill. <laughs> it was. It really was. That he embarrassed this, this other yeah. Native American with. Yeah. But so, it's, you know, it's a good fight. Right before doing a This is Sparta and kicking him off the balcony. <laughs> I, in my opinion, he didn't kick him hard enough. No, he didn't. I, I wanted him to just. It looked just. It looked like that's where they were going directionally. Yeah, right. Like it was going to slow mo, kick him off, yeah. and then they didn't do that. Right. You, to the point where you're almost disappointed. It, it, it is a little bit because he does just kind of slide off and then yeah. fall to you his just death. Just want to hear but... this is Rosewood, <laughs> and then just. just... Yeah, I, I did want you know maybe a jump kick, maybe a you know Danny Russo, yeah, you know, something. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the, uh, really, all the all the casting I thought was really just spot on. I mean, yeah. even even the the main villain, right? Right. Uh, Bogue, 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 Bogue. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Played by Peter Skarsgård. Yeah, Sarsgaard. He was psychotic in he, the most spectacular way. He is one of those characters too that also does that. When he plays a villain, he is always just. He always comes up with some different tick that that villain has where it's just it again. He does a very kind of nuanced performance where it's a little bit more reserved, but he's fucking crazy. He's crazy. And you know that. And he always does that with his villains. I've, I've always enjoyed watching him play these characters before. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, he's he's a great villain. And you believe that he uh, is the kind of guy who would. You know, find out that, you know, seven people killed a couple of his men. So he's going to come back with an army. Like, that's the type of person that he is. Um, yeah, he, he was a great villain. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about the action and the special effects? That yes. sort of thing? Yes. Um, really, I mean, as far as Westerns go, if uh, I'm thinking a lot, I'm trying to think of the best example of Tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone had some really strong, like, Western action sequences. Because right. you're dealing with six shooters, you yeah. know? And uh, this was one of those where it was... Uh, actually, I think that the action in this was probably... I'm gonna, it's probably blasphemy right now, but better than Tombstone, really. I, you know what? There's a... there's Maybe because these characters are supposed to be, you know, larger than life. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the characters in Tombstone are... You know, yeah, they're supposed to be legendary, but they're not... They're still supposed to be men. You know what I mean? Um, whereas in this one, I feel like they are kind of supposed to be the, the Avengers of the Western world, you know, is yeah. kind of what they are. So, um, they do things with guns that you just don't think are humanly possible. Like their, their ability and accuracy is so far beyond. It's like watching episodes of The Walking Dead where everyone yeah. is just kill shot, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Well, it also, but like back then, those guns, the stopping power of those pistols they use, pretty strong. You don't need to get a headshot to put someone down, that's for sure, yeah, right. with those weapons. Uh, but you're absolutely right. There was one moment near in the big action sequence where uh, uh, the uh, the main the main guy's riding on his horse, and uh, Chisholm, played right. by Denzel. He's riding on his horse through through the town, oh, and he yes. does this like jumps off side saddle sort of thing where he's on one side of the horse. And I've seen that done in other movies, but I've never seen it done so seamlessly yeah, to where right. I was like, that just fucking happened right there. Yeah, it looked 
it, it looked real. Yeah. Uh, it, it looked like someone really did just jump off on the side of the horse while it's still going and then fire. And the way it was shot, like, I know we don't see, because it's a stunt guy. It's yeah, not oh, Denzel doing that. No. But it was He's shot. No Tom Cruise. It right. was shot in such a way that I believed that was Denzel yeah, Washington no, doing that. It's a very, very well done uh, thing. And they, you know, they, yeah, I, I thought the action was great. Uh, I thought there were some great shootouts. Um, I, I thought, you know, they, yeah, everybody does good. So I, it, there was, it was a lot of excitement, and yeah. the 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 direction of the film does a really good job in, like you said before, building that tension to really make that pay off. You know. Um, yeah, I, I thought the action was great. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was going to say, thinking back on it now, though, uh, the PG-13 rating, it actually stands out in my brain now. Because think about, as many people that was killed in this, you see very little blood. Almost, That's true. Almost no blood. Even on the big battlefield sequences where things are blowing up, you don't. You just see the dust from the explosions. You right. don't really see anyone. Uh, when people get shot, you're not seeing a bunch of blood. You see just people go down, really. Yeah, I, maybe it was just the body count. I was just surprised that, like, you could kill that many people in a film and be like, eh, why not? there's no blood. I mean, the Avengers killed how many aliens? Got a PG-13 rating. If they, aliens are people, too. Are they? In their world. <laughs> All right, Krypton, calm down. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it is, it is a very high body count, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I genuinely enjoyed the film. I, I thought overall, uh, they did a good job, um, of, you know, recreating the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of films that you've seen before, though, so don't... No, yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't go in thinking, you know, just because they've got this, you know, all-star cast and, a, and a, they're reunited with a great director that... They're going to reinvent the Magnificent Seven wheel and change yeah. things up very much. They in really fact, don't. It stays pretty close yeah. to what the original is. Yeah, there's also a film called Silverado. Uh, that's very similar as well with like a group of ne'er do wells in, yeah. in the old west. It's right. got Kevin Costner in it, like Scott Glenn. You know, yeah. Just a, like I think um, oh, I'm blanking on the names right now, but there's brothers. The one from Kung Fu. You know what I'm talking about. No. Carradine. Oh, yeah. It's got the, Car- the, like, the, the brothers. Oh, Both no Carradines way. in the same film. Wait, you know? have I seen this film? It, it's, I want to say, was maybe like late 70s, early 80s, I something I like have. that. I don't remember. But, you know, obviously, you know, that was probably partly based on, you know, yeah, right. on the format. And uh, this felt very similar to that in that. You know, they're, they're very likable characters. Right. There's very, there's light-hearted moments. Sure. You know what I mean? So uh, there's great action. There is some drama and some, mm-hmm. some tension. So I feel like even if you're not a big fan of westerns, if you're just like into action films, yeah. you'd probably enjoy this. I yeah, I, I think you will. I, I think, um, you, know, and, you know, it is very reminiscent of films that I was thinking, um, if you've ever seen a film called um, 13 Assassins, which is... Basically, another Magnificent Seven in Japan. It's that's pretty much what it is. They, it's a bunch of assassins. They get recruited yeah. to take on an army of a tyrant. Like that's yeah. the. But the way they kind of set up the town and use yeah. the use the town as a weapon. Even and, uh, Warrior's Way. Yeah, right. Similar, it has the know, same very the similar kind of, of feel to that. A small force taking on a greater force. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but yeah. uh, but that's a very good. Western kind of, uh, you know. Oh yeah, he's a big bad guy that's picking on the little guy. So let's bring in a ninja to. Well, that's not Western, I guess. <laughs> let's bring in Clint Eastwood to take over and you know send people to hell with his gun. That's 
That's every Western ever, right? I'm oh, sorry, what now? No, okay, sorry. Um, go see Magnificent Seven. That was my point. Oh. That was what, that was what I was trying to say. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> shall we, sh- shall we review it? I think or we give should. It, give it our rating. Yeah. All right. I... I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, do it. I'm, I'm going to give it, and actually I'm going to do this in my, my Old West Outlaw name. Oh, you've got one. Yeah, my Old West Outlaw name would be four out of five guns. Because I got four out of five guns. <laughs> you see the movie, you'll get the reference. <laughs> it was a great joke earlier. It was, it was a great joke. Um, but I'm definitely giving it four out of five guns. Yeah. So All what right. are you rating it? I'm going to give it 3.5 out of 5 Vincent de Pornos. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to give it. I, I very much enjoyed the film. I don't know that I would give it you know, a, a higher rating than that. I think maybe 4 out of 5, 5 out of 5 is a bit too high. Um, but overall, I, I think it's a good film, and I would recommend it to anyone that is you know, going to go see something in the, in the cinema. I will say there was a moment early on where I had, I had some concerns because there's the where the horse is freaking out, and they show Chris Pratt's character walking up to it. Yeah. And I said, if he fucking horse whispers this thing like it's a raptor, <laughs> I'm out. I'm absolutely out. And they did not do that. They so didn't. No, they didn't at all. <laughs> so this has been another episode of The Cineblokes. I am Benjamin Baker. I'm Caleb Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.